Welcome to Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast library of topics covering regulatory compliance, reporting, disclosures, financial management, and financial transformation technologies. Bramasol is the leader in SAP-based finance solutions and the co-innovator with SAP on developing and deploying purpose-built compliance capabilities. Learn more about Bramasol at www.bramasol.com. Uh, this is Jim Hunt for Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast series. Today, I'm really pleased to have John Froelich back with us. Uh, John is the VP of Marketing and Strategy for Bramasol, and uh, he leads a global multicultural team that helps clients advance their comply, optimize, and transform programs. He draws on more than 25 years of global sales, marketing, and executive leadership experience with Fortune 100 companies, including SAP, IBM, AT&T, and Avaya. And today, we're going to focus on how a health check can deliver rapid ROI for cash management. So, John, uh, welcome. It's really good to talk to you again. Jim, I am so excited. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to the audience. I'm really excited to be here today. Happy New Year. It's a perfect uh, topic to start the year off with, too. So, um, let's talk a little bit uh, to start about health checks in general from kind of a high-level perspective, what they are and how Bramasol uses them. Sure, Jim. So, you know, the health check is exactly that. We're designing and we came in and we designed this process to come in and help people understand the health of their ecosystem, whether it's for treasury, which we'll talk about today, or their revenue accounting, lease accounting, or S4HANA. And it's really designed just like when you go to the doctor and get a health check to give you a perspective on how are things going? Uh, what are the great, what What are you doing well? What looks good? Um, we look at you know um, different dimensions and give you really an assessment and an understanding of again what's working well, what have you done well, where are some opportunities for improvement, and then come out of it with kind of a roadmap or a discussion of where to go from here. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, well, let's jump right in and talk about uh, treasury and cash management and. What would a health check, uh, what does a health check in that area entail? Sure, Jim. So, you know, in our space in the Treasury, so one thing to note, you know, I am also in addition to the VP of marketing strategy and everything else, I am the business area lead uh, for our Treasury business. And it's my goal and my job to help our clients and help our team uh, take advantage of SAP uh, and, and all it has to offer in quote-unquote uh, treasury and cash management. And we've developed three specific health checks uh, for that purpose. One focused on banking, um, one focused on cash, and one focused on uh, traditional treasury, things like derivatives and foreign exchange and hedging. And today, you know, obviously we're talking about the cash management one. And the idea of cash management one is really to help you understand how are you doing with managing your cash? You know, do you understand where your cash is? Um, do you have visibility into it? What is that visibility? Is it a real-time visibility? Is it the day before? Do you have visibility into all of it? It's about understanding your cash position. And cash position being, you know, do I need to, do I have excess cash? And can I invest that in the marketplace to get a return? Nobody likes to sit and have tens of millions of dollars cash sitting around doing nothing. Um, 
Or, you know, do I have some big bills coming up and I need to do some short-term borrowing in the marketplace? Um, and so we look at that. We look at the ways in which you connect the dots between your accounts receivable and your accounts payable so that you have a complete visibility of your cash. Um, one of the tools and, and the ideas that people use is this idea of in-house cash. Um, think of it as um, in-house banking where you loan or uh, create pools of money and you can loan that money out or use that money on behalf of other groups. Um, netting, pooling, robo, pobo are all parts of that. So we take a look at your entire uh, cash management ecosystem, uh, including your banks, your payables, everything, and, and try to give you a real sense of you know, how can you free up trap cash? How can you do other, area, other things um, uh, that will benefit you? And, and just to define for most of our audience probably know about robo and pobo, but those are receipts sure. on behalf of others and pay, payments on behalf of others. That is absolutely correct, Jim. You know, so in a lot of countries uh, or in a lot of companies, what they do is they uh, pool together and they'll have a headquarters organization that manages all the receivables on behalf of another organization. Sometimes, and one of the trends that we're seeing in the industry is um, either the receivables departments or uh, the payables departments, they're creating these ideas of shared services or centers of excellence. And they offshore it or they nearshore it. It doesn't really matter, but they create centers of excellence uh, or, um, you know, uh, shared service organizations, global shared service organizations that either collect cash, look at the receivables and then put them into the bank uh, for these different organizations. Uh, or when we think of POBO, payable, pay on behalf of, all your bills go to one place and they pay on behalf of. And of course, the benefits of that are, you know, if, if I have, you know, let's take an example of I have 30 different organizations using something as simple as UPS for shipping, right? Um, if I can bring all of that together into one space, I can get bigger benefits on, you know, paying larger bills and having a, a volume business, et cetera. So that, that's that's really what that's all intended to do. Yeah, and, and actually that leads uh, nicely to the next set of questions too, because you, what mm -hmm. you described is really a multifaceted global um, uh, cash management operation. So if you're, in, if a company's embarking on a health check, who from that uh, client company needs to be involved in the process? Yeah, and and we you know we talk about these as being um, treasury health checks or revenue accounting or leasing in those cases, but really they're um, health checks of an ecosystem. And when we talk about an ecosystem, you know it's very much the same as any of us who learned uh, biology, uh, where it's the entire system, it's the ecosystem of um, in a pond, right? You have lots of different things that relate to the pond, the the runoff, and all of the animals and creatures. Same is true, of course, of treasury and in cash management. It's not simply the treasury team who obviously needs to be involved in this because they're the ones who manage the inflows and outflows of the actual cash and has the banking relationships, but the accounts receivable and accounts payable departments need to be involved. So the controllers organization, because they're the ones who, who are um, making decisions about where the money goes, cash disbursements, or they're making decisions about 
you know, my payable terms, and so they'd be involved in that. Vendor management teams, in the case of accounts payable, might be involved in this because you're looking at your maybe your days payable outstanding, and you're looking at your terms uh, to rationalize or unify that together. Clearly, your IT team, right? You want them involved because you want to create an infrastructure that's integrated and takes advantage of the best practices. Uh, and can optimize your opportunity to do what we call straight through processing, right? And straight through processing is, you know, literally um, receiving a bill, re receiving a bill, acknowledging the bill, paying that bill, and acknowledging that payment through the banks, all without a human being ever touching it. Um, or maybe it's touched in a way, um, but it's only through an acknowledgement. So, you know, lots of different organizations. Let's you know recap. Your treasury organization who owns the disbursements, owns the banking relationships. Your um, finance organization under the controller who manages the accounts receivable, accounts payable. You might have some operations people who are involved in, in uh, some of those processes as well as your IT team. Uh, and then of course, and finally, anybody who does all of your uh, recording and reporting, all should be probably involved in this process. So you brought the team together. What are the key steps in, uh, in the process and also how long does it take overall typically? Yeah. It, typically, it's a it's a three step process, Jim, and that's a great question. The first process step in the process is, um, you know, we all begin with the, you know, as, as, as Stephen Covey said, you begin with the end in mind. And what we do is we sit with our clients and try to understand and work out what is it that you want to accomplish through this health check? What would you like to see? And we it's a guided discussion in which we help the customer understand um, where do they want to go? What are the opportunities? And talk about the focus areas that they might have in mind, right? It might be that they're doing fine with um, their cash disbursements, but maybe they're having some issues and challenges on receivables or GRIR netting or netting or something like that. So. You know, we focus in, so that's step one, to define the specific purpose and outcomes they want. The next piece is that we create a set of, uh, or drive a set of workshops. And those workshops revolve around four basic dimensions. Um, and those are um, your, um, your functional dimension and defining what functions do you use, what what tools do you use? What do you do in your organization? For example, do you do netting and pooling? Do you do sweeps? Are you a company that is doing robo and pobo? Um, or do you do, you know, how do you, you manage your cash position and cash visibility? Are those things that you do today, right? The second piece would be, um, given that those, those functional things exist, how are you doing them? Operationally, how are you doing that? Are you using spreadsheets? Um, do you have a uh, a third-party tool that might be doing some of your <clears throat> AR management? Are you having a third-party tool that might do some other things? Do you use banking portals instead of, you know, a, a tool like uh, multi-bank connectivity from SAP? And so we look at it from that perspective. What you know? What are you doing? How are you doing that operationally? Then we look at your technical infrastructure. Are you challenged with some of the issues? How are you managing and what's the latest SAP you have? We look at that dimension. We look at uh, integrations. What Are you having issues and challenges with integrating third-party solutions like many people do? How much time are you spending on reconciliations as a result of that? Um, and we look at that whole aspect of it and make recommendations on that. And finally, you know, at the end of the day, analytics and reporting 
are the crucial element in your ability to um, really make decisions and take that, you know, as we used to say, the insight to action, right? You need the data to tell you the insights so that you can take the actions to transform your business. And so we look at all four of those dimensions. We work and put workshops together. Each of them is about an hour and a half to two hours. And then in step three, we bring all of that together based on our experts. And many of our people have 20 plus years of experience, uh, both in industry as well as in SAP. And we prepare a report with detailed recommendations on what you can do, uh, both low hanging fruit as well as a long term uh, roadmap. And so we bring all of these together to give you a really great assessment of where you are today, where you want to go, and kind of a very, I'll be very high level roadmap, if you will, or general roadmap on how to get there uh, for the future. That whole process of what, uh, what sort of ROI um, can companies expect to get from going through a health check process like you just described? You know, Jim, that it's funny. So what's the ROI on the health check? Well, we don't charge a lot for the health check. On average, we charge, um, you know, twenty to thirty thousand dollars for the health check. Um, so, you know, companies can expect to receive a significant ROI on the health check itself. Um, you know, one of our companies, uh, one of our customers, um, just by implementing uh, SAP MBC, was able to get a huge return on investment um, in their overnight cash and save hundreds of thousands of dollars every day. Uh, well, every day, every month um, on the borrowing that they were doing. Other customers have identified opportunities to improve processes uh, in their organization and identify uh, how they're integrating their CRM tools into SAP to provide um, straight through processing and are saving, you know, maybe a half a man year in, in, in that kind of activity where they were doing a lot of reconciliations. It's hard to you know, nail it down. Every company is different. Every, you know, every company has something unique to it. Um, and so, um, you know, we have to kind of, you know, uh, gauge it that way. But overall, it's relatively small investment for what you get on the front end. And then yes. uh, as you go through implementation, it yeah. can be huge payback. Yes. And it's a, it's a very small, you know, relatively small investment. I mean, you know, again, twenty, thirty thousand $30,000, it's a small investment. Um, for a report, and our reports typically range in, in length from 25 to 40 pages long and are very specific in terms of uh, our recommendations. We're currently working with one company um, where we've been able to identify over 45 different opportunities for them to improve their business, uh, including making real-time short-term investments uh, that can improve their ability to um, do project accounting and reduce um, significantly the amount of time they spend on recasting, reforecasting, and reconciling data from their projects. So if, if I'm a leader of a company listening to this and I'm intrigued and want to get, uh, get started on a health check, uh, what do I need to do to prepare and then how do I actually engage and get started? Okay, so you know the first thing is you have to have the right, the first thing is just by engaging and thinking about doing a health check, you've done the first step. Um, you know, acknowledging that you might be able to do better and that there might be an opportunity for that is what you need to pre prepare for. Um, the second thing I would do is appoint somebody who's your 
focal point, your, your point person, and have them take this on. Where we've seen the best results um, is where there's a key person, either in the IT or the business organization, uh, and um, they're the focal point. But at the same time, you need the buy-in from both the IT and the business team. So make sure that your treasury and controllership both are bought into this process because if they don't participate, you're not going to get the win. The next step is pretty easy. Uh, reach out to us. Um, we have some really great little quizzes that you can take on the website. So go to bramasall.com and check out that on our health checks uh, or uh, reach out to me. Um, and I'm my email, uh, Jim, maybe you can you know, we can we can put that in something, but it's J Froelich, F-R-O-E-L-I-C-H at bramasall.com, and we'll be happy to get you set up. We'll make sure we post your contact info in the transcript section of the podcast when it publishes. Awesome. Um, any final thoughts, John? This has been great. You know, Jim, my, my final thought is you have not, you know, a health check is a great way to understand where you are and where you want to go. It's a low investment opportunity, and even for companies that may not decide to uh, embark on large projects, the dialogue that's created and the understanding that's created across your organization um, are more than valuable enough to you to engage in this process. Um, it's simple. It's easy. It's, it's information from experts who've been doing this for 20-plus years. Um, I strongly recommend you check it out. Um, talk to us, and you know, um, you know, we'd love to engage with you. That's excellent. Uh, thank you, John, for your time today. Uh, I know the listeners will really appreciate what they've learned. Thank you very much. You you make it a great day, as we say. And uh, happy New Year to everybody. Stay safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast series. We hope that you found it helpful. To ensure that you never miss a future episode, you can subscribe to Bramasol at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Bramasol and detail on our solutions for compliance optimization and financial transformation, please visit www.bramasol.com or email us at infobramasol.com. At